0: You're listening to the Employment Rights Online podcast, where we discuss everything employment rights and the job. Hi, everyone. Let today be the day when your bully gets the message that you are not today's workplace entertainment. So in this week's episode, we're completing our series on office flying monkeys and the role they play in supporting the workplace bully to make your life a misery at work. Now, if you listened to the last episode, you will know what a flying monkey is and what their primary role is in your bullying experience at work. So in this episode, we're going to out the flying monkey identities so you know who they are and how their disciple antics are likely to affect you. Then we'll take a quick look at how you neutralise these disciples. So there are three types of flying monkeys that you need to know about. The first bunch of monkey disciples we'll call strangers, friends or acquaintances. Your workplace bully tends to run in several different workplace social circles at the same time, especially if they're a narcissistic bully. It's one of their tactics for ensuring they have a constant source of ready and willing flying monkey disciples to do their bidding against you. Because your bully having influence in these different social circles makes it harder for you to know why or where the flying monkey bullying attack will be coming from. Out of those social circles, people you've never heard of will come out of the woodwork to participate in the smear campaign against you. And as you try to get on with your job, you'll find out that your character has been the main topic of conversation amongst them for quite some time. They won't ever make an effort to know the real you because this won't be important. Instead, you're someone that needs to be dealt with based on what your office bully has told these disciples about you. But it doesn't stop there, as we said in the last episode. Your office bully will also relish the opportunity to even turn people in your own circle against you because, well, the aim is to leave you with nothing, no one and nowhere to turn. The second type of flying monkeys we need to know about are the flying monkeys your bully uses to exercise physical and informational power over you to make you look incompetent at your job. Now, by physical power over you, we don't necessarily mean brute force over you, although that is certainly one avenue flying monkeys will use to manipulate you if they can get away with it. And if they can get away with it, they will physically push you around. Alternatively, your workplace bully will use flying monkeys to limit the physical spaces where you can go to get what you need to do your job. So what might happen is that your flying monkeys will attempt to cut you off from the places you need to visit or the places you used to visit at work. For example, you may have been able to access certain parts of your workplace or certain senior members of staff as a trusted member of staff so that you can meet certain people to better do your job. But then, all of a sudden, you can find that you are asked not to come to that building or that office or speak to that person. And instead, you're confined to doing everything from your desk, from a back office or remotely. Similarly, and even simultaneously, you can find that where your computer system once worked, suddenly you develop a whole range of problems that no one else seems to have, particularly flying monkeys who you don't know are flying monkeys, because they'll be particularly vocal at this point to let you know that you're the only one that seems to have a problem. And what you will be told is that it must be something you are doing wrong on the system because no one else has that problem. What you can also find is that if a flying monkey has key pieces of information that you need to fix the problem or to do your job, that information will also be withheld from you or you will be the last to get it. And you will get the information at a time when all eyes are on you for performance reasons, because you may have been slower than everyone else to complete a specific piece of work. Then you'll find out in a meeting that everyone else had the information way before you. And what you need to be thinking about in that time is that if you are being attacked by flying monkeys, the purpose for limiting your physical spaces and withholding information is to embarrass you and make you look incompetent, particularly if your bully is your manager. The final group of flying monkey disciples are those who are unaware, partially aware or even fully aware that they are participating in your bullying. For those who are unaware, some people who participate in the bullying abuse directed at you will be completely unaware that the workplace bully has been lying, playing the victim and projecting their own worst traits onto you. Instead, those who are unaware will believe you are as evil as they've heard and in the name of justice they will willingly help to take you down. But let's not kid ourselves here. There will also be those who are fully aware the narcissist is lying, or at least suspect it, but they won't care because they forged an alliance with the narcissist, which will offer them either sexual gains financial gains, employment gains, social gains, and even the opportunity to take revenge against you for some past perceived slight that you might not even know anything about. So these are the three types of flying monkeys you may come across in your workplace. How do you deal with them? Firstly, we are a great advocate for documenting everything and we mean everything we've already spoken about the importance of keeping a journal you can also use screen capture on your phone and on every device you use to check social media and screen grab everything into a file on your phone that is backed up on your computer your office bully will have the flying monkeys stalk you on social media And grabbing their interaction with you, good or bad, can help you to evidence their bullying or inconsistent treatment of you. There's a good chance they will take down their posts later when they realise that they've made themselves look far worse than they're attempting to make you look. So it's important to gather that information. This is not about interacting with disciples on social media. It's about documenting the treatment in case you need evidence for your complaint later on. Secondly, identify genuine people and let them help you. You are probably going to have some people who come to you and say, hey, I see what the bully is doing to you. I just want you to know I don't believe the things they are saying And I don't agree with the way you are being treated or with the way they're trying to smear you. Now, good people like this are reminders that it's not you and that the entire working world around you hasn't lost its collective mind. Good people like this are reminders that the smear campaign is not working on everyone And if these good people offer to help you to talk to other people in the office the bully is trying to influence against you, let them help. A little mediation is better than a ton of anxiety, sleepless nights and dreading to go to work in the morning. Also, one of the ways that these friends or good people can help you is by receiving emails from you requesting information that you might be missing. What they can also do in talking to other people on your behalf is to check whether those people have got the information and to get that information for you and forward that information to you so that you can do your job. That way, you are able to bypass attempts to block you from being able to access what you need to do your job in the expected way. And finally, you can use what's called the grey rock technique to cut the office bully and the flying monkey out of your way. Grey rocking someone is the act of showing no emotion when you engage with your bully or their flying monkeys. And by doing this, you give them very little energy to work with. Added to this, giving these flying monkeys very little eye contact and very little emotion during conversation with them allows you to buy yourself time to walk away from them before you get emotional grey rocking also helps you to better control your boundaries with the toxic people around you in what can often be a toxic environment. But given that what your bully really wants is your attention and your submission, it's important to note that grey rocking the bully and the bully's disciples could lead to an escalation of your bully's negative behaviour towards you. Because after all, the intention is to get a rise out of you. But if or when this happens, it's at that time that you need to let senior people in your company know and it's time to use the evidence you have been collecting to address the bullying issue. And that's it for this week. The takeaways from this week are there are three types of flying monkey that you will find in your workplace and knowing their traits can help you to identify when they are coming for you and how to sidestep them. There are techniques you can use to help you do this. However, if those techniques stop working, this is the time when you really need to alert your employer to their duty of care towards you and your expectation that you should be able to work in a healthy working environment. We'll be dealing with flying monkeys and other forms of bullying in our forthcoming bullying course and bullying surgery sessions, which launch in October 2022. If you would like more information, you can contact Employment Rights Online at employmentrightsonline@gmail.com. at gmail.com. As usual, you can find all our support links at the bottom of the show notes where you're listening to this week's podcast episode. And you can help us by sharing our podcast information with your friends and colleagues and by leaving us a review on iTunes. Finally, don't forget to email us your interest in our bullying services. Until next week, have a great employment rights week. Bye for now.